everybody, and welcome to the final episode of 2022 of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I will be your host for this evening. Where John, actually, I won't be your host for this evening. John Schnars will be your host for this evening as we count down the top 10 horror movies of 2022. You know what? I uh, I want to bring back worst horror movie of 2022 also because. <laughs> I'm sick of the toxically positive people, positively toxic, whatever they call those people that tell me I can't say when a movie's bad. So fuck you. Toxic oh, positivity well, yeah, nonsense. Thank you. Caitlin, you prepared a top three worst, right? Like you, you've oh, not yeah. given up on the I love worst. it. Yeah. Let's run. We can do it live, Eric. Down. We can do it live. Joining me. I'm nothing if not a hater. Joining me first up that voice you hear. That's right. She's back. We needed updates on what was happening in Richmond, Virginia. So please <laughs> welcome Caitlin to the show. Thanks for having me. You were on for what half the year, so we figured, you know, come on in for the year ender. Caitlin, you were you were on the last year ender too. I noticed. Yeah, I was. Yeah, two in a row. Two in a row. Joining us next from (laughs) Indiana, please welcome Jerry Garcia. I mean Casey. Hello. Weed Jesus, Casey, to the show. Uh, I will get by. And last last up tonight, (laughs) I would say Manhattan, New York City, but he's actually coming to us tonight from the chalet, as Mm. it's known around my house. Please welcome Mr. John Schnars to the show. Hello, Eric. I also noticed John... And this this live stream, as we do every year, is going out to the masses, not just the BGH Mm -hmm. patrons who get Mm -hmm. a live stream every week. But these people might be noticing if they could tell from your candlelight situation you have going on. You're, you're uh, rocking the you're rocking the flat brim hat tonight, which is a bold yeah. a bold look for it's a lan- lantern light. This is a running hat from Other Half Brewing, and uh, a running yeah. hat. I this feel like the-, the kids call that the Riz. John's laying on the, the Riz, the charisma Riz. Oh, you got like the soft lighting and the flat brim hat. Wow, sure. I was gonna say that's what the, I called it too. This is the time when the normie, uh, the non-Patreon users uh, tune in and find out that we've been joking about Schnars being rich for years and he's living in new power. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel no, like no. I just feel like I bring it up because I just feel like you're either a flat brim person or you're not. I'm a decidedly not. The jury's still out on you, Schnars. Give me the show so and I'll let you know. This is a this is a running hat, so it's not, it's a very flexible what? brim. Yeah, yeah, and I've tried to shape it a little, and it doesn't stay, and so it sort of just goes That's flat. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, it's washable. Like you're supposed to be able to machine wash this thing any any which way. So wait. So could fine, you, you? So could you bend it yeah. if you wanted to? I, I've tried it, but it doesn't but stay. It, snaps it just back. goes back. That's. It doesn't even snap back. It just like eventually goes back. Like it's a the little bit weirdest hat I've ever seen. I don't know how I feel about. Will it. you feel yeah. better if I send him a rubber band to put on it, Eric? That's almost like that's almost <laughs> like those. Baseball. It's almost like those old school biker bicycle hats that we all wore in the it, 90s. That is, it, yes. It's, a, it's, flip a, it it's like a bicyclist you hat. Flip yeah. it up? You can probably flip it up. Yeah, yep, that's know. how it's going to be for the rest of the show. <laughs> it's a little ska, buddy. Uh, yeah. Welcome in. If you are new to Bloody Good Horror, <laughs> welcome. We are going to be counting down the top 10 horror movies of 2022, so let's take a quick break and do just that. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. <laughs> Main feature. It's your time to shine, Schnars. 
Pass the mic, brother. Uh, did did you have a word? I can't. I didn't remember where we landed on that. No, sure. I told you no word. Like literally. Well, I know, but you say that. But ago. you say that every week, and then you look it up. So I wasn't sure no, 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 where no. we landed. That was that. me saying, "Look, I've done too much other nonsense today, and uh, uh, I couldn't right. come up with a word." Schnarz, Schnarzy, take the wheel. Let's let's do this. <clears throat> okay. What are we tell? Explain to people what we're doing. Crew crew and people um (laughs) here we are we're counting down the best films of 2022 as voted on by the bgh i'll call it the staff so the staff is basically anyone who's been on this here podcast in the year 2022 and then some of the fine folks that make bloodygoodhorror.com a website web establishment that you could visit bookmark Click on a link. Do people bookmark still? I do. I use a toolbar, a bookmark toolbar. Sure. Why? Yeah. Got it. Never sounded older, either of you. <laughs> Come on. Oh God, here, here comes bookmark the RSS feed. For the pros. <laughs> um, I actually did so, give up. I did give up my RSS feed a few years ago. <laughs> Man. Oh, we, yeah, we don't need to that. Let's leave it alone for right now. So uh, basically what happens is we put out a call. People vote. We aggregate in a very, very, very complicated formula. It's not that complicated, but it's a, it is a spreadsheet. Uh, we pull together all the votes. And so what we're going to talk through here is the top 10 films as decided on by the BGH crew, mm-hmm. let's say. Brain trust. Um, so I got a little bit of a script. We're going to walk through it. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of honorable mentions. Then we're going to move through the top 10. For each film, I'm going to give you the number of voters who had that film on their list. I'm going to give you the person who had it the highest on their list among all the voters, which will give us a chance to make fun of some people potentially. I'm always always very aware of that when I'm making my list because there's stuff I just I want to talk about. Yeah, I know. Look, I I know how to game the system, Schnorris. One one of one of us will be the presenter. I'm gonna I'm basically gonna call on someone to present the film. So you basically, once we've announced what the film is, someone will then sort of state the case for why the film. Um, in almost every case, the person who is the presenter was the highest, had it the highest on their list of the four of us. There's a couple where I had to like, you know, I cheated. Um <laughs> I have a couple of like fun tidbits and categories that we can get to at the very, very end. Um, but we'll do that then. I should say in past years, I'm just going to say this up front. We've done a patron vote. I could, I didn't have my shit together. Look, I'm going to own it right now. I'm going to own it right up front. I did not have my shit together. It's been a very hard uh, winter for the Schnars family, the Schnars household. And so uh, no patron vote. I, I'm open to patrons telling us what their top 10 films are. I, I would love to know. It's actually something I miss because I was looking through last year's script and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that was, that was fun. There's some good ones. I just couldn't. It was too much. So well, I apologize. I, I would and, say, uh, not that it makes up for your negligence, John, but I would say if no, you're listening. Totally. <laughs> nothing will. If you're I listening guess. to this, whether live or after the fact, <laughs> and we miss something that's on your list, send us a message. We may ignore it. Possible. Uh, we may talk about it on the show. Never know. Uh, John himself is going to reply to every email. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Please send it to Eric at bloodygoodheart.com. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, we're going to get into it. Um, this year, we had 13 total ballots cast. 
that was uh, that was higher than we've had in the last couple of years. So let, the last time we had more than that was 2019. Interesting. Um, so very nice. We did kind of, especially over at the site, kind of staff up. Yeah. And we, 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 we grew the crew. Of, and we had a lot of guests on the show this year, so that makes sense. You got it every once in a while, you know, every, it's, it's a, it's a rebirth. It's a constant evolution okay. here. Uh, like so third, like, like the film men, it's like <laughs> oh. one man falls down and then like another man crawls out of his anus. Right. It's, and then exactly. just, and then, and then just like a You're Russian, always saying that. like a Russian <laughs> nesting doll of men. If I had to compare bloody good heart to anything, um, <laughs> of those 13 people that voted 32 movies voted on 32 movies were selected on any ballot that's actually lower uh on average than we've had in a while so again since 2019 that's the lowest average number of films uh across across a voting block like that um however we had seven different movies receive a number one vote which was <laughs> on the higher end nice that's interesting it's an interesting year it's an interesting year um, I would say as just some context setting, top heavy, we'll talk about it. There was a handful, there was about a half a dozen movies that received a lot of votes. And then there was a very long list of films that received, you know, a solid I would say number. it felt like, Amanda, we'll get to this, but it, it felt like a year that took a long ass time to get going. Like six months in, I feel like I had nothing decent on my top 10. I don't know. I had the same movie in my number one spot up until the last, say, three or four months of this year. Well, that's kind of what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, mine like, stayed number one the whole time, almost. Oh, now I got to look. What was Caitlin's number one? Yeah, in but, any it, event, but the, um, I'm talking more like just overall. No, the latter half stuff. was definitely the, the stacked half of the year. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a lot of indie stuff, too, that hit a little later. Like, obviously, it's, the stuff in the theaters I, I think is one thing. But. What's interesting now, too, and it's worth saying, like, because people always be like, you didn't watch this movie. Compared to when we started this show, the the entire, which was, by the way, this is our 15th year, officially. Um, it, the fucking world is different. Like, the iPhone <laughs> was barely a thing when we started the show. Like, the the amount of indie horror dropping in any given week on, say, like, Shudder it's impossible for us to get to everything that might hit somebody's top 10 list. Like we do what we can to try to, and it's in fact, we do it at the expense of watching like goofy shitty movies, which I kind of miss. <laughs> like we do, we try to do all the like prestige kind of indie stuff coming out, but it's hard. There's so no, much I do, of it. There. I think some of that does lend itself to this fact that there was like a sl there was slightly more consensus this year than we've had in the past right. because we all saw a lot of the same movies. I think we also, again, context setting i think there was a little bit of like us level setting i mean eric you did your list live on the air as we were going along there's a little bit I'm of level setting people? among the group as we were going but yeah you think i'm influencing people joe um i just think we're talking about it more and so it's like we're all kind of having although eric i do think you changed your list pretty late in the game from what i can tell the last week i changed it yeah yeah. All right. Well, let's and then let's like, get into it. Well, well I made a, I made a stand on a couple of things. Uh, we, and we can get into that too. So. Kaylin, there's one movie you didn't put on your list. I know. I know. <laughs> well, there's one that I made you watch, and there's also one that I think you'll be sad is not on my list, but maybe you won't care. Either. Um, I think I know. Well, I think I know what both of those movies are. We'll, we're going to get into it. Uh, let's start with the honorable mentions. 
at number 12, I'm going to give, I'm giving two honorable mentions. I always, it's always tough with the honorable mentions. I draw a line where I feel like the votes drop off. There was like a very long tail. And so I just sort of had to like pick, pick a spot. And I picked it at number 12. The movie is dead stream. Mm-hmm. It was actually on six people's lists, almost half of the lists. Nice. But the highest list, the highest position it was on any list was Rachel had it at number six. Eric, I'm going to ask you to, uh, to kick us off on Deadstream. Sure. Uh, Deadstream is, I feel like, tough on a list like this, specifically because so much horror now is like prestige. It's like serious, emotional, impactful. Like, uh, that movie is just dumb fun. Like, but, but the sort of genius is how it manages to be so over the top and silly and yet like so entertaining. It is, it's easily the best found footage thing I saw, I saw all year. Not that we saw a lot of it, but... Um, just I mean, a, when that dude a, jumps out the window, that's dude. That's I, it's a it's a romp, and I saw it twice, and yeah. it's just as fun the second time. Honestly, I will. I'll remember more scenes it's, from Deadstream. It's extreme than I will memorable. for other movies that are higher on my list. I just didn't end up loving it, um, but there were some moments. <laughs> a fun it's, it's one of the more Deadstream. fun things that like it's one. It's some of the most fun I had with a movie all year. I feel like. A fun aside on Deadstream, uh, Melanie Stone, it plays Chrissy, who's one of the main actresses of that movie. Uh, she showed up in The Christmas Dragon on the uh, MST3K uh, the season finale for this year. I thought it was funny. Oh, are they still doing that? The, MST, the, the one on oh, Netflix? Yeah. yeah, that's all online now. That, but they were uh, they just had that was their season finale. So she was a uh, wizard. Wild. She's good, in the movie or she yeah. was one of the commentary. Oh, no, she's in the movie. <laughs> It's another one of hers. There's actually, I think, a couple people that were involved in Deadstream that were in that uh, worked on that Christmas Dragon too, from what I can tell. Interesting. Yeah. Sounds right. Christmas Dragon. Caitlin, did you see Deadstream? You know, I didn't. That's like the one I missed oh. that, and I missed Bones and All. Those are like the two that didn't make it for Ooh. me this year. I know, but I've heard great things about both of them. Uh, I've heard more about Deadstream than I have about Bones and All. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it depends who you're talking to, I guess. <laughs> In I think horror you, circles, I feel like yes. Dead Street is going to be popular. So. I think it'd be up your alley. Uh, Isn't hit- there another movie called Dead Stream, though? Apparently there are two. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch the right one. This is Dead Stream, open parenthesis, 2022, <laughs> close parenthesis. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got it. Uh, honorable mention number two. This is our number 11 film. The movie is Prey. Oh, Prey surprising. made it on in five lists. Joe Ferry had it at number two. Uh, Joe, people, Joe Ferry. People look, love that movie. I'm just, yeah, people. I'm love just going to say it up front. Joe Ferry was trying to skew the curve on a lot, a lot of movies. <laughs> I know he would. <laughs> we didn't. There were, Honestly, and I'll tell him this. Was we didn't have enough crazy voting going on because he yeah. he was doing he was pulling for some things. And uh, in any event, Casey, I'm, you I had this say, at number seven. You, you and Eric actually both. I'm surprised. Yeah. I liked uh, Predator a lot because this one came out. It was kind of a surprise to me. We hadn't heard a whole lot about it until just before it came out uh, with Prey. And then once we got in there and the way they melded, it felt like going back to the classic action of a Predator movie and melding it with that time period was just pretty ace. And I loved kind of the the way they played with that time period with the Predator and stuff, too. Plus, we got a new Predator. So they did some world building. We got to see shit blow up. It was pretty awesome all around. 
I also love this movie. It, this was the movie, and, and I think this is happening more and more with a lot. Of, so, I mean, we're not going to talk about this movie, so I'll mention it now. Smile was yeah. a movie that was made for streaming and then goes to theaters, makes a shitload of money. This was the opposite. They, they, I think, originally were planning for this to be in theaters. And for whatever reason, they were just like, eh, fuck it, let's throw it on Hulu. And then it like, did crazy on Hulu. It was yeah. like the biggest, it was like the biggest success Hulu had all year, which like, great. Hulu needs things too, but I, I, <laughs> Hulu, like, part Hulu of me got to eat. Like, is that what you're saying, John? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, it does like this is the whole, yeah, streaming, but, um, I would have loved to see this in theater. This, this among other things we've seen in theater, this would have, you know, blown them away. Anything else on prey? It's good. It was, a, it was a good one. I, I like the whole tra- Trachtenberg, right? That's who directed. Uh, yeah, I think so. Sure. I, I like the whole like setting it in a specific time, just so the way he did Cloverfield, kind of like pulling a little, like you know, zooming in on one chunk of something that's happening and putting it in a very specific time and place. So uh, I'm excited about what he'll do next, and I like Prey, and I'm not a Predator fan, so it's like you don't need any more super weapon predator like i got a huge gun i'm fighting the predator like this was a completely different take which was pretty cool and the performances were good i feel like solid yeah i I might be making this uh just say what what, come on what are we doing here (laughs) i feel like i saw a thing today that was like they're gonna make another one in feudal japan i've heard people request that sign me yeah i thought i saw that tweet today you heard it here first. Like, News I may be made up. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of tweets, Eric. <laughs> there's so, so, now more John, than ever. There's so many. So many tweets. Full quote from the show. There's a yeah. lot of tweets, Eric. <laughs> um, all right. Well, look, let's move into our top 10. Uh, and number 10, this is, this is a fun one. Because I'm calling this, I, I couldn't come up with a better uh, name for it. But this is the honorary zombie girls flex award meaning <laughs> they were flexing on us they strong armed this us onto our list i swear to god if you say hatching i'm i'm unplugging my they, computer right they now. did this no they did this with a movie last year too oh, but easy eric <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hated that movie the movie is hellbender uh, uh, right. it was okay. it was on it was only on four lists uh and it the highest position was ariel and rachel if i had to uh, accept had either hellbender or hatching i'll take hellbender I, I love them both, I gotta say. I, I enjoyed Hellbender. Well, Caitlin, you did. I was gonna give this to you because as the lady here, I was gonna be like, oh, you're gonna talk about the lady movie. But you didn't have it on your list. I didn't have it on my well, list. I listen, was gonna take this one. It got a festival ahead. release in 2021 and it got a wide release on Shutter in 2022. So I was giving more <coughs> preference to like actual 2022 releases. I know it's like that's the line is how blurry. Our, that's not how that's our rules work. I know, we have, but it's I'm, not blurry. We have clear rules. <laughs> Mass wide release. Did in you that have year. it on your list last year? No, because I didn't see it last year. So, but here, look, because I here's why. Wonder, but I did. I, I it would have made like number probably twelve or thirteen for me. Yeah. It, so I think it's a super interesting movie. I didn't know what's the name of the family. Adams. The, creep, the Adams family. I never. Family. What's the creepy family? I had never <laughs> heard of these folks until I saw this movie. Love what they're doing. I'm here for it. I'm supportive of it. Like they're interesting people. They make interesting parenting decisions, <laughs> um, but 
it's just not a great movie. Like, I don't know. For me, it was not one of the best movies I saw this year, but I am like happy it's out there. I'm happy they're doing stuff. And like, I would recommend it to like a certain person who is no harm. They probably already listened to the zombie girl, so they don't need to hear it from me. So a zombie girl or plug it up type would be a big fan of <laughs> there, the old hellbenders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyone else? Eric, Casey, hellbender. I was a fan of it, even despite the uh, womanly premise of the themes. I connected with it. It was a pretty despite entertaining movie. Casey, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> because of <laughs> Which one of the face paintings was your favorite, Casey? That's the question. Oh, man. I don't know. That's a tough My, one. The only one I really remember was the star one. That's yeah, the kiss, kiss one. one. That's yeah. the one that stands out for me, too. I'm going to be diplomatic yeah. and not say anything, John. <laughs> that's me being the bigger man (laughs) no i get it uh all right let's move we'll go to number nine number nine uh a movie caitlin just mentioned it's bones and all Mm. it was on five lists eric you had it at number four and uh i'm gonna ask you to uh kick us off nice did anybody have it higher than that in general um no you had it the highest of all voters (laughs) interesting um Man, I feel like there were years this could have been a one for me. I just there's at the the top five was real stacked this year. I it's just a beautiful, beautiful movie. Like on multi on on kind of every level. Like I think I was saying last week during the show, what was so kind of outstanding about it to me is that it uh it's not just about being dark and depressing. And like even though it is examining some like pretty heavy stuff, like it's kind of neat the way it shows you like the whole spectrum of human emotion through these two people that are getting to know each other and going through life. And like, it even despite like how it ends, it even man- manages to kind of end on a sort of hopeful tone with the, with the, with the imagery that it calls back to in the end. Like, I think I've been thinking more about that very last shot mm-hmm. and how, like, I think it's sort of telling you like whatever happened is okay because this did happen. Like this was real and a moment and like it was fleeting, but that doesn't make it just because of where we ended up doesn't mean it wasn't worth being there. You know what I mean? Uh, Those eating noises though. And it's interesting, you know, because <laughs> halfway, through, work really halfway through that movie and I've, I've seen a little bit of discourse on like, is this a genre movie? Because we've been kind of having the same argument over the last yeah. couple of weeks and halfway through the movie, I was like, is this a horror movie? And then by the end of it, I was like, oh, that's a fucking horror movie. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, it is by the time you go there. Uh, also, John, honorable mention to my favorite joke of the year from me, which is when I said that Timothy Chalamet is all bones. I'm, I've been also been thinking about that because it was pretty good. Um, so, Eric, I have not seen this yet, but I, I do know that it's quite long. It earns every minute of it. He, yes. he, did, he actually he said that on the air. Okay. Show. Yeah. I haven't listened yet because I haven't watched it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a great movie. And honestly, there was nothing else like it out there this year. So it's, it's pretty unique. Yeah. I mean, no, it was a good year for cannibalism movies. So that's true. It's a lot of people just eating people. Um, the season, right. Casey, you also, you had this at number five. I had this at number six. Yeah, so. I like this a lot, and it almost creeped up higher on the list for me, but there was a couple other things that I kept up there that I really did enjoy. I wanted to keep them where they're at, but this one came in late. I didn't know anything about it, and I was pretty uh, swept up in it after we finally sat down to watch it. So Yeah, that, and that type, top five for me was pretty unassailable up until then. Yeah. So. 
Well, that I yeah, I was surprised. You you really yeah, you had this in there. Um, I have emotions, John. <laughs> sometimes I sometimes I get nervous. Uh, <laughs> the next one, the menu, and yeah. here we're we're basically moving in. The rest of these movies all had at least half of the voters had them on their list. Um, so this was on seven lists. Our own Whitney had it at number one. Number one. Number one, wow. Whitney. Nice. Among this group, I was surprised. I had it the highest at number nine. I think um, to say the menu is better than Bones and All is demonstrably batty, is what I think. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whew. Yeah. down. Not pulling punches, I guess. <laughs> yeah, everyone's welcome to their opinion, unless. <laughs> That's not how we do this, John. <laughs> um, I, I thought this movie was a lot of fun. Um, I thought it, really, it was it really was very it's it's smart, right? Like it's a smart sort of satirical thing that they're doing. Um, and it's just it's just goofy. And it's definitely the type of movie that if you if you think about it real, real hard, it does not 100 percent stand up. But that's OK. Like, yeah. That's fine because when you announce early and often as they do that this is satire or that they're doing the type of movie that they're doing, uh, you know, this kind of black comedy, you just kind of go along for the ride. We talked about it on the show. There's almost too many characters. Like they try to really give every yeah, one of the characters their due. But did you see the story uh, that uh, John Leguizamo based his character on Steven Seagal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you did Texas that. <laughs> um, yeah, Makes love it. Sense. Pretty funny. It totally sense. tracks. It was a good one. I saw it in theaters. Brought my mom, Evie. We had that a great the, time. That was nice. the, when the, the lights came up on my theater. There was like four other people together. They were like an older family together. And the, the matriarch went, well, there's an hour and a half. I'll never get back. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm always just like, why do you go to fun. movies? Like, why do people, do people just, are they just bored? And they'll just go to anything? They don't, like, I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, if you're bored, like, come, I mean, this is. There was a lot of shit happening in that movie. It's yeah. not oh, like, yeah. And yeah. the tension was consistent throughout, you know? I mean, that's that's a them problem. Yeah. yeah. This one yeah. didn't oh, quite make my top yes. ten, but I did enjoy it a lot. It's still a great movie. It's just there's some, a lot of stuff that stuck with me this year. So that one didn't quite eke it. I think this there. was probably like the record for like the shortest time my top I think it was one week in my top ten this year. <laughs> it, it ended up at number ten for me. And I, I don't know, this is well, no, it is very much a horror movie. I was trying to play the like, you know, more of a thriller, but it's it's horrific in the best ways. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a black comedy. It's like a black comedy horror movie. I mean, it's it's not a stalker slasher thing. No, or, you it's know, not a but, haunted house, but it, I mean, yeah, it is horrific what happens. And it's also very funny. So. I don't know that there were any picture frames that fell over on their own. So I mean, yeah. Eric might not judge it as a horror movie, but the James Wan body slam ghost yeah. action. None <laughs> yeah. of that either. Uh, all right, let's move to number seven. Um, I'm just going to say it. The movie's Watcher. Oh. It's only on six lists, so I I, mm. I jumped the gun a little bit. This was on just under half the list. It was two folks' number one film, Rachel and Ariel. So we could. This is also. This is like the second place Zombie Girls uh, <laughs> flex flex here. But Caitlin, you had it the highest of this group at number five. Um, tell us about Watcher. 
Yeah, watch her. Well, so I was supposed to be on this BGH episode and then had a, a little partner emergency. <laughs> and, you know, when we were getting ready to cover it, I, as much as I liked It Follows, I did not like Micah Monroe's character from that. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to see her in another movie. And I was like hemming and hawing about watching it. And then I, when I was watching it, I was glued. Like it was I thought it was really effective, really scary. I think this is one of the movies, when I think about being scared, I think this was one of the, you know, it's not particularly new or sort of, you know, overly developed, but it's just plain scary. And I was really scared at certain points in this movie, especially that subway scene. Um, <coughs> love. That, dude, that dude's just weird looking, right? I mean, <laughs> can we just say it? Yeah, he was on He's Game of Thrones. He's an excellent actor because he, he looks creepy <laughs> isn't it wasn't he the dude he was on game of he was like a bit character like he was the guy who kills yeah. the night's watch commander. he's in the new yeah. godzilla movies too uh, yeah he's like bootleg I mean, he guy great. he's like bootleg defoe yeah, yeah he is yes he's got defoe vibes <laughs> oh he was yes. great michael Monroe was great which you know I've, i'm eating crow in that regard but john i've never said anything awesome. that delighted you as much as that that was wonderful that, i mean <laughs> I feel bad for calling him creepy looking. No, he's, he's just distinctive looking. looking. He's actually like a handsome He's a good actor. But yeah, like he's, he's a good actor for sure. Yeah. Um, I, Caitlin, I felt similar to you. Not, I, I should take that back. I didn't have an opinion about Michael Monroe. Like she had done It Follows. It was sort of an like, iconic role slash like film. But I didn't, you don't come away from that movie being like, whoa about her necessarily. Yeah. This was a movie where I watched it and I was like, she should be working more. Like, why is she not yeah. getting m more slash different roles? She is working. Like, it's not like she's, she's actually, she, she does a lot. sci-fi horror come out this year too. Yeah. She, she yeah. does some other stuff, but I don't know. I just, I thought she's great. I thought she was really good in this. It is, it's a, um, this is sort of like an old school, like thriller, you know, straight up right like there's not it's there's, a good stalker movie it's also yeah. really efficient like the script is tight there's not a lot of uh, any scene that's like sort of doing an expository like uh, i don't know grounding shot like all of it makes sense none of it's wasted it's really tight there's been a lot of the um is it in her head or is you know something actually nasty happen i mean that's that's sort of like been a theme mm -hmm. in modern horror modern last couple of years and and even with some other films on the list that we'll talk about um this one did it great and i would say if anything its biggest downfall is like it makes the husband too much of a dick like he's just too objectively a douche in this movie, whereas like in other movies, you know, it's played a little closer. To but the thing is, since we did have so much ambiguity, like, is it in her head? I, I like that at no point in this movie did I not believe her, you know, and that, yeah, that's kind of refreshing. He doesn't. So that like, yeah. you know, we can sort of call into question her reliability as a narrator. But I like that we experience it with her. So that's what yeah. makes it so creepy. Yeah. Fair. And at this point of the year, we could say that her husband slash boyfriend isn't quite as much of a douche as the husband slash boyfriend in Smile. Uh, <laughs> it does give us that. It does give us that sweet moment where she reveals that she learned the language because she hears the husband talking shit about her to the boss at the dinner. Yeah, yeah. the tray over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It and I would say it's like it didn't make my list, but it is it is pretty enjoyable. It's got one of the better endings of the year. It's got a pretty sweet oh, ending. Yeah. yeah. It's, Very cool. I actually would have said, yeah, like 
I actually was, it was very mediocre for me, middle of the road for me until that. I think the, for me, the ending, made, ending. the ending made it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. All right. One more here before we get into the big, the big top five. This one, <laughs> this next one, I realized, um, and Keelan, you made me think of this earlier. Uh, number six on the list, Mad God. Yeah. Was it was actually an honorable mention last year because there were three people, people who put it rules. on their list last year because it had kind of made the festival rounds. I, and I don't know, whatever. I was just like letting people do whatever the hell yeah, they here's wanted. Here's my beef. Let, let, we, I like to explain this every year, though. Like, there's a specific reason why we do this, which is that. And I'm not saying the people. I'm not saying anybody that writes for us does this, but like, no, no, people who do. people who cover the <laughs> horror, names. people who cover the horror genre, like to get real fart smelly about like I saw this in a festival. It's like great. That doesn't mean fucking anything to someone who lives in the real world. So like, I feel like we're trying to replicate as closely as we can the experience that you would just have as a horror fan on the internet. So like, yes. I don't need to make myself feel cool by telling you my favorite horror movie of the year, something you can't see for like another year. <laughs> well, we had three voters last year who wanted to let everyone know <laughs> how, how cool they are. <laughs> so, we, so we just made the decision, like, was it widely available that year? Did it go streaming? Was it in a right. theater? Then like, was, then yes, you can yeah. put it on your list. Was one of them Joe? The problem is John's a John's. It was. A, I remember it was. Yeah. Really? The problem is Schnars. Joe, is a, I love you. Schnars is a softy, so when people violate the rules, he just lets it go. It's just chaos. No, well, it's honestly Eric. It, Mom, it got, Dad, stop fighting. It got harder over the pandemic because release windows got all jacked up. Well, it got I was like trying yeah. to squishier. Yeah, I was trying to track down like ah, who was able to see what when and you know whatever. It's on the list this year because it had its official shutter release. Mad God, this is uh, John Phil call Tippett. It, please call it by its proper name. Phil Tippett's Mad God. Phil Tippett's Mad God. Excuse me. You're right. This was on seven lists. Our own Adam had it at number one. Ooh, oh, Adam. Love Adam. Yeah, That's nice. a good pick. That's a good number one pick. Uh, Eric, you had this the highest of this group at number five. Nice. Uh, it was at, and it was at, it was at four until... Bones and all. Bones and all, just that. right over the top row. Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. that handsome motherfucker, booted Mad God down one spot. <laughs> is he handsome? Oh. I don't really know. Kaylin, is he handsome? I can't really tell. He's he's so like boyish. He's not my type, but I I understand like conventionally he is good looking, but he's it's not my personal type. Yeah, I just don't know. Anyway, uh, Mad God is real cool. <coughs> it is. Uh, I have a terrible memory, and it's getting worse as I get older. So. <laughs> At the end of the year, when I'm making lists, like I am skewing and I've done this for years. It's just go, it's going more in that direction. Like I skew towards the most memorable things. And Mad God was absolutely one of the most memorable things I saw this year. If not the most, um, it is really a, and I think I use this word at the time. It's like a staggering creative work. Like, when you think about the amount of time and vision it took to make that as fucking as weird and disgusting and gross as it is, like it's not, that's the part that really fascinates me about it is to, because I, even though I could never imagine like the, the amount of like time and effort and I'm ch- how do I explain this? Like he spent so many years living in that world in his head in order to like express that that way. And that's wild to me because it is like a just objectively 
off-putting, disgusting world. But, but like that's in his head all the time. And Ten like, years, right? Yeah, or something. Like maybe longer. Yeah, I think no, it was no, like longer, 20 or something. Yeah, like he's working forever. And it's just unforgettable. Like it, you you don't know what the hell's going on, but we had a pretty good discussion about it. And you can like definitely, you can put meaning to it in a really interesting way. Uh, it's And it's just a visually stunning movie and also like one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. I'll, I will never forget that movie. Long after I forget like people's names and birthdays, I'll be like, man, remember when that, <laughs> those things were like shitting in that other thing's mouth and like down the tube <laughs> or the monster with like boob balls. Like what the hell was that? Yeah. Uh, no. I, that, so look, you just made the strongest case for this movie being in the top 10. It was not in my top 10. I appreciate it. I am happy that it exists, but I didn't necessarily like come away being like, you know, that knocked me over. It's just, it's fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, wild. I, I almost was like, Ooh, I saw a tweet right after I saw it that they were selling the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> but then I was like, what even was the soundtrack? So I went on Spotify and started listening to it. It's just like dirge noises. It's like the it's it's like music to like have diarrhea to. Like I don't know what else you. God, I wish it. you had bought the vinyl and then listened. <laughs> what a Christmas gift idea! I know. Yeah. It's like the most off-putting music ever. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought, uh, I'm kind of with Schnars on that one on Mad God. I thought it was impressive as hell what they did, and I was really kind of swept up in the atmosphere of it. But at the end, I didn't really come away necessarily blown away. That's the only reason I it's mean, not up there. You know, for me, it's like I watched a two-hour movie with zero dialogue, and was not only did I watch it in one sitting, I was like riveted. Like I could not look yeah. away from it, which is a really wild yeah. thing considering I, the other it, movies look, that make me tune way, out. If you watch this movie on the wrong kind of drugs. You, you might gonna, never come back. It's going to go back. <laughs> you're, you're done. You will think you're so. in hell if you watch this on like mushrooms <laughs> or something. That's either like the greatest testament this movie's ever going to receive <laughs> or, you know, the worst. Uh, yeah, Mad God. It's yeah. number six. Anything else? Caitlin, any thoughts? Mad God, did you see Mad God? So like my Mad God is to Eric as hatching is to me. <laughs> and then vice versa. And so, vice versa. If that makes sense. <laughs> you know what they it's should do? It's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's I think it's very impressive, but it's also just not my thing. Like you know how they say like the army Which when, animal shitting in the other animal's mouth? <laughs> did you like turn it off? <laughs> you know how they say the army will use like metal, like heavy metal to torture like terrorists or they'll just like blast it in their cell. They should blast this movie. Like imagine okay. having to be forced to watch this movie in a loop for like a week on end. I mm, <laughs> <laughs> create a super soldier. I'll mess you chaos. up. <laughs> oh boy! All right, uh, guys, we're really into it now. This is this is where it's going to get real, because number four and five, two films directed by the same gentleman. Uh-huh. I was I put it this way: I was a little surprised how the vote turned out, and. I believe when the votes were being tallied earlier in the week or so, uh, it was the inverse. And where we landed is, uh, is, again, just different than I expected. So we'll start with number five. Uh, the movie is X. It is on only, uh, only, not necessarily fair, but it's, it's on eight lists. Uh, the highest position for any of the lists was uh, Eric 
Elizabeth and Adam all had it at number two. So it was not number one on anything. Um, the thing to me that was really interesting about X, and obviously number four was Pearl. Uh, Pearl was on almost every list. Um, the difference was that X was very high for the people who had it on their list. And then it was just not on a lot of lists uh, versus Pearl was on almost all the lists. And it, it was high on some of them, but just not quite as high. Um, Casey, I'm going to ask you to start with X. Uh, you had it at number three. Yes, I did. Uh, X took me by surprise. I got to see that uh, when I was out in Colorado and it was like the first time out in the theater after pandemic and stuff. So it was kind of an event for me, but uh, I was pretty swept up into it. It has a really great classic slasher feel to it. And the story that they're building out around this, I just thought was fun. And I got swept up on it and I didn't expect some of the tricks that were going on here. I mean, it's not, we could say it's a trick, but I mean, at this point we know that uh, Mia Goth was playing two characters in that movie. And I was really impressed with that by the time we saw it unfold at the end. And uh, you know, it was one of those things where you haven't seen a slasher based around senior citizens before. And I kind of appreciated that. It was something new and it was a different take. Did it make you feel seen, Casey? A little bit. Wow. <laughs> mm, he bit. said it. <laughs> For but, me. Uh, oh, sorry, Casey. I was going to go in to say I also had Pearl uh, on the list just underneath X. For me and Pearl, I just loved it ranked up there with me because they're expanding on that world. And I really like seeing the evolution of Pearl and getting to know more about her. And I can't wait to see what happens when Maxine comes out. I'm very excited about Maxine. Yeah, me too. You know, what's funny. I did a, an all call for Plug It Up guest, too. And um, Pearl and X were four and five on uh, the Plug It Up rankings, hmm. too. So it I was I was very interested in the fact that it was like where the they were. On, yeah. yeah, like the and they were very close. Higher. They were very close on people's list. No. Well, really, what it came down to. I mean, so, Caitlin, you did not rank X at all. I didn't and you did rank Pearl. And and that was true for a lot of folks. Well, and uh, I will say the list that I got, it was like X was. X showed up in the in the best of and worst of very frequently for people. So I feel like I, I don't know. For me, X was good, not great. Worst. <laughs> I need names. Yeah. <laughs> worst. Fuck I'll give them. Here. I'll give you their their Instagram handles. We'll do some fighting. Um, I liked X. It didn't make it for me. Um, we'll talk more about Pearl because I like that a little bit better. But I mean, Ty West did a ton this year. Mia Goth did a ton this year, and. What yeah, they were able uh, to accomplish I mean, in terms of establishing time, like they captured the seventies. So, so, so well, it was really cool. What a fat, I mean, it, just a fascinating career trajectory for West, like given what he's output and he's had some movies that people love. He's had some like stinkers. He, he seems, he's seemingly gone back and forth. He's not the guy I would have guessed would come out with two just like bangers in the same year that caught so much attention. That went theatrical, no less. Like, <clears throat> you know, it, this was definitely the year like that I am like a hundred percent around on on him and pretty excited for like anything he does at this point. X is fascinating because it's just it is so thoroughly modern while also paying homage to retro horror aesthetics, and it's doing all of it so well. Like, it's one of the best slashers we've had in years. It is somehow set in this like 
um, like kind of in an era of retrograde sexual politics, like although a time of like sexual revolution, right? But it is somehow like finding ways to comment on like modern sexuality through that. And it's, it's, it is a very horny movie that doesn't, it's kind of equal opportunity. It doesn't necessarily feel exploitative. It's just a very, it's like threading this fascinating needle and doing so many things. And on top of it, it's just really a thrill ride. Like it's very, especially the first time you watch it when you don't really know what their, the deal is like the whole time they're on that property, you're just like, this shit's going to go real sideways, real bad. (laughs) And you don't know what's going to happen. You know, like it's the lead up to that. And then all the chaos and carnage is just so good. Well, it's Casey mentioned uh, the the senior citizen slashers. It's also senior citizen sex scene, like which yeah. with the asterisk. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, all right, you know. all right, Caitlin. <laughs> hey, you know, you're not the episode for my. We life. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You invited but, me on this year. Um, so X wasn't our first Jenna Ortega <laughs> sighting this year, was it? That was uh, Scream, wasn't it? Yeah, Scream. Five Cream. Yeah. <laughs> Scree five them. Um, all right. Well, let's look. Let's just talk about Pearl. Pearl was on every single list except Eric's. Yeah, I got bumped in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Highest, the only person, the highest person, I should say only, the, the highest list that it was on, it was number two on Jason's list. Uh, and then I had it at number five. I, so I actually had X above Pearl. Um, it's a great movie. I mean, like in some ways I would say Pearl is probably a better movie. Like I think it's more interesting cinematically, but I think X is a better horror movie. What that's, about that's oh, John, where you, you brought this up and I'm not saying this invalidates the movie at all, but like what does Pearl mean without X? Ah, <sighs> No, I don't. I mean, two are tied, I think it's so still. A, I think it's that, still but. an interesting. <clears throat> it's an interesting character study, right? Yeah, exactly. But you're right that coming into it through the context of Mia Goth having played the role, and I, that and I liked X, Pearl. Like, I think it's decent. I think like having seen X, like it's a lot more emotionally devastating watching Pearl. Like, yeah, yeah. Specifically, when you see the reality of what her like dance career was like the way that she sort of Uh, it's talked about in X. Then you're like, Oh, this like, wasn't a thing. This was like just in her head. Like, it's like, you wouldn't necessarily get that without having that context from X, which is just an interesting layer of it. For me. See, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. I feel I liked Pearl a lot better than X. And I think Mia Goth was just outstanding in it. I, I feel like I would have been okay and gotten the same sort of emotional resonance from Pearl without having seen X. Um, I don't know. For me, I think it can stand on its own. They, there's definitely, I, I, I don't know. I've only seen them each once. Um, so, you know, some of this is playing back the, the tape, but I feel like they, they get away with a bit character wise in Pearl because of what you're coming in with from X. I mean, it's again, I think it still stands on its own. That's for that me, like the only tie is that like she ended up, you know, there's that line in X like, oh, she hates blondes. And it's like, oh, well, we know where that comes from because of Pearl. But like for me, they didn't tie together, but so much. You don't know really how crazy she is. Like 
there's there is a dramatic tension where we know that she's fucking crazy and she's that hasn't been fully revealed in the in pearl and so there's the scene where she kills the it's a goose i think right the animal that she kills right in the beginning right at the beginning yeah yeah and and that's a little like hmm but if you haven't seen like when you having seen x you know that she's totally off the reservation and so then it becomes this question of what's going you know what is that progression going to look like um i mean again i guess it's still i just i wonder what the tension would be like in the film without that knowledge because otherwise you're from sort her of mom like, we get plenty of it crazy. well even the mom says you know like there's something wrong with you i know i'm yeah. your mom and like I, I don't know i feel like we see so much sort of behind her eyes when she's bathing in front of her father. And it's just like all of all the stuff she has fucking unhinged. And I feel like I get enough of that in Pearl that I, I, and again, I like X. I'm not saying like we shouldn't have had it, but I I don't think I would have needed it specifically in this order. I I think they're great compliments to each other. I just, I really, really liked Pearl. I agree with that. I think I could have gotten a lot of the fact that Pearl is bug shit insane from just what happens in Pearl without any lead in it's because uh, like Kayla's saying some of those scenes when she was like the look in her eyes and stuff is really what made that movie when those scenes when she is bathed in front of her dad and some of the other stuff it's just like she went to a different place and it was terrifying and I think that could stand on its own I, I mean it can I guess we <laughs> unless you go back and watch Pearl without the context of X it's like you you are bringing all of that to Yeah, it. I know. You can't really separate And so, it. no, the thing, like, I had more than one person email me to be like, hey, can we just count X and Pearl as one movie? I'm not. No. I, I agree. You have to, like, sort of separate them. They're and not. I, I mean, we did. But they're not, they're not even remotely similar. It's not like you could say it's like, oh, they're two sequels that are, the, like, same story. Like, they're so sure, The yeah. tone is totally different. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's good. I like that we have different <clears throat> yeah. tones. I... For me, they were number four and five. They're you almost can't appreciate them without each other. I, I think they're yeah. too much in conversation with each other. I think if to, you know, listen, I, I, it's not bad. I think it's decent. I just think if you don't know that she turns into a murderer, what, what are you, what's even going through your head in the first three quarters of Pearl? <laughs> like, what the fuck do you even think that movie? I'm about? like, okay, she humps a scarecrow. <laughs> right. She's like totally delusional. No, like She's, shit happens, but it's just like, what, where, what is happening? I'm thinking that girl's just not right. <laughs> and she's not <laughs> she's not yeah um no i mean in some ways so those were uh the last films on the list that were not number one on anyone's list mm-hmm. um and i just it was interesting to me they were the they were also the highest uh films that didn't get to number one on any list I had because X, we had a bunch of other i had films x as number one. one for a while until my number one came out and then it was nothing after that yeah uh, so let's go. We got, we're down to the final three here. Uh, number three, the movie is on 12 lists. Caitlin's number one film. She's going to oh. be talking about it. The movie is fresh. Oh, I really loved fresh. This, this got on my list early in the year. I don't remember when it came out, like March, February. It no, was early. I think it was like January. I think it was, was early. Really, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it had been on my list and I kind of was expecting it to get bumped. Not because I thought that necessarily better things would come out, but I just, it was so early in the year, you know, I thought it might get bumped down a few. I don't know. When I think back on the year in horror, I, I had so much fun with that. It surprised me in a lot of ways. 
And I think we talked about this on the show, but I, I feel like Sebastian Stan has been waiting for a role like this. He's one of those guys that's like cursed yeah. with like handsome good looks. So they, they cast him as, you know, Bucky in the Marvel movies, but he's like, can Last I just be good looks? Can I be a cannibal though? And this was his time to shine and be a total weirdo. And he, I feel like he had a great time with it. There were some reveals there. If someone hasn't seen it yet, I don't want to say what they are, but there are some reveals there that really surprised me. I liked the sort of false lead in. I I was just really impressed with this and I've watched it a couple of times. It was one of my favorite episodes that we recorded. I I just really enjoyed it. And I, I really like talking about it too. And that's, I think that is maybe what bolsters it just a little bit higher for me is that it was great to watch and it's great to keep talking about. Yeah, they. I mentioned at the top of the show, there was one movie that sat on my number one for like up until a couple months ago, and that was fresh. I put that at number one when I first watched it for the same reasons uh, Caitlin did. It was just I got sucked into that one and it was a lot of fun. It was something unexpected. And I thought Sebastian Stan was fantastic in it. I was really kind of sucked into his character and everything, too. I mean, I probably would have gone off for a weird dinner with him, too, and gotten eaten. And let's face it, I'm going to make a good meal. That's the one thing that didn't make sense. I was like, why are there no bigger people? Like, I would be great. I would. This girl's like a lunchable, but Casey and I could like be a main course. We're like a ribeye, you know, a marble. He he was eating them, but he was also it was like, what do other people? It was a whole weird thing. The um, I, to me, so I this was high on my list as well. Um, and I also, I mean, I love this. Um, it. This movie, um, the menu, like there's, there's like a watcher. There's a couple of movies. They, they all seem to somewhat be in dialogue with each other almost to a certain extent. I almost like, I think they owe something to a certain, I mean, it's hard, hard to say, but like, there's a line to promising young woman in a lot of them in sort of the tone. Especially fresh. Um, I'll tell you my one beef with fresh. It made me vis- get, get in there. It get made in there. me viscerally disgusted, like in a way that where I actually hurt my enjoyment of the movie. It was so disgusting. Like, and that I, I listen. Some people can just tolerate that, but like, I also but felt bo- bones and all. You were just like, give me, give so me it more. Is, that's no, 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 no. It is so different. Fresh's like visceral depiction of like human cuts of meat and like eating the meat and preparing like. I also, John, I'll be honest. Culinary quality I'll, to I'll be honest with you, John. Was it on my list? Uh it might not have been. No, I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, so yeah, I thought it was really good. I also had this feeling, I was yeah. getting this feeling as the year went on that I might get bullied if I didn't have it on my list. Yeah, you did have it. Yeah. It, I if I was prepared for the backlash, I might have booted it this year. But it's it's good. Eric, come on. Would we ever bully you? I'm being bullied right now. Oh, please. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Just kidding. You're falling bullied, asleep Bullied right in now. your own mind. <laughs> bullied in your own mind. No, fresh, uh, really good. I mean, so really the top three films, sorry, the top four films were on 12 of 13 lists. Hmm. That's pretty unusual. That's that, to have that much consistency and agreement. Um, let's go to number two. Number two was on 12 lists. My number one film, Shelton's number one film, Matilda's number one film, Eric's number one film. That is Nope. Mm. Eric, I cede the floor to you. 
I'm mostly now trying to figure out, oh, like what number one is. And now I think I know. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that Jordan Peele is an amazing filmmaker. And I think that what's so great about his movies is he keeps taking bigger and weirder swings. And like, they're just fascinating movies. Like nobody is making movies like this. Like, And the cool thing about Nope is like, it's almost kind of like, ambitiously throwback in a way like because of the like i know you guys kept calling it jaws it, it definitely is like jaws in the desert for me it was tremors <laughs> as much as tremors is basically jaws tremors um, is jaws i understand i understand <laughs> there's, a, there's a line but like um it's it's just an unforgettable movie it's so much fun it's visually stunning like the last like third of that film at, at the end when the thing starts like going into its different stages of like metamorphosis. It's just like visually insane. It's just like some of the coolest shit I think I saw all year. Uh, he's just, he's a, a 0 for 3 or 3, 3 and 0. Just knocking out of the park. <laughs> he's, he's, three. Three. he's over um, there thereabouts. <laughs> and in fact, like he is so kind of brave in the way he makes movies. It's, it's almost, he's won a lot of, uh, goodwill for me in the sense of like if he does take really big swings and it doesn't all land like i'm all i'm willing to give him like i almost look back on us a movie that's so weird it's a little like too out there and i'm i i think more favorably on us now even after seeing nope because i'm mm -hmm. like you know what this shit is just no one's making stuff like this yeah i, I mean this is my number one movie i get for me when i had to sit back and be like okay and again we we talked we hit on these four films, I feel like there's a lot of consistency around. They were some of the best horror movies we saw. Um, this is probably the one I would watch again. And I plan to watch again, the, you know, the soonest. Um, so that's kind of what it comes down to. Like, I, I want to go watch, like I am, I feel drawn to it in a way that I was not drawn to the other movies. I had more fun maybe than I had at some of the other movies, even though I, fully agree or understand they were, you know, great movies. So, yeah. um, yeah, I loved it. Nope. John, was up said, Go ahead, Caitlin. I was gonna say, John, you said, uh, that 12 out of 13 people had this on their list. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to put you on the spot. Like I would do to Eric, <laughs> but I'll do <laughs> hey, it if please. you want to volunteer. Yeah. I, I didn't have this one on my list. I, I think it's a good movie, but it, it didn't make my top 10. I will say in terms of one thing I thought about when making my list is how scared I was. And I will say that that Gordy scene was very, very, very scary Oof. to me. It, I saw a really then, cool behind the scenes thing about how they did that. They built this like conveyor belt thing. It was just on Twitter like the other day. I, I mean, and it, a lot of it was based on things that have happened to you know, people interacting with animal actors in the past, like that was incredibly scary. The reigning viscera inside of Jean Jacket, very scary. And I appreciate that it's it's scary. It's just in turn in Jordan Peele's filmography, it's it's number three out of the three that he's done for me. But I think it's really good. It just didn't make my top ten. Yeah, I it it was number six on my list, so it uh, it was a little lower. And the main reason is I enjoyed this movie a lot and I still love anything Jordan Peele puts out. I think this was probably the least tightest script that he had of his three movies. Hmm. I think there was a couple little holes there and it just wasn't quite as well written as the previous two. And that's my only real beef. 
hard, hard disagree. <laughs> This is okay. Casey, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've like, been doing this for 15 years. I'm but used like to... <laughs> the third best Jordan Beale movie is still the best movie of the year. Like that's like, yeah. I don't even think See, and I would, saying I would argue different. that each, I would argue that each of them has been better than the last, like certainly yeah. more, he's taken bigger swings for sure. And like, yeah. Oh yeah. And also like the scope of what he was doing here was so much bigger. He had a bigger budget. I mean, there was a really big cast and I mean, I don't know. I don't recall what the box office was like, but I think in terms of just everything, it's bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that's something I, I don't know. As horror fans, we can probably get behind. Uh, One so. of my favorite things of the year was discovering, like the day Twitter discovered that when you look back at the teaser posters for us, there's one with Steven Yoon's character looking up in the air and it looks like he has a um, cowboy hat no. on. You said us, but I assume you mean no. Yeah. What? Nope. Yeah. Sorry. You yeah. Like he he's looking up in the sky and it looks like he has a cowboy hat on. But when you really look at it, it's really the thing like yeah. lining his yeah. head. It's pretty That's cool. So cool. Well, it's pretty cool. Also, so number that, one. also that jacket he had on with the uh, UFO embroidered in it. It's pretty sick. <laughs> I love it. No, the uh, the number one film uh, on on almost every list. Uh, stand by and I'll look who left it off. Just we can name and shame. It's called. Um, yeah. But uh, the movie is bar Barbarian. Barbarian. Number one for Jason, Casey, and Elizabeth. Casey, please kick us off. Oh, I love this movie. Uh, this was the biggest surprise of the year for me. Uh, Horror wise, everybody kept telling us. Uh, going blind there was a lot of hype behind this movie when we went in to watch it and for me it actually lived up to the hype and i went in blind and i was completely caught off guard by what was going on in this movie as it started to get in and i think there's a perfect balance of funny mixed in with this movie with the tension and everything and they slowly build this tension to where it gets to an holy shit state towards the end of the movie and it's just kind of like a roller coaster as you're building through there but there's some genuine fun genuinely funny moments in this movie too justin long was like the biggest surprise to me when he shows up i had no idea he was in this movie we get to cut to a scene it's just him cruising down a uh, california highway in a car oh, so good. and you get wrapped up into his character from the beginning. And there's a lot of the comedy comes from that character too, as you go through there, but also the scars guard that was in the first half of it. And I thought he was surprised me too. And he was good and funny in his own way too. But, and I think Justin long in the dungeon with his tape measure, measuring the, the uh, additional uh, floor plan, floor space of his house was like the top moment of uh, and, movies this and year. And Google, Googling if secret basement rooms count as floor space. Yeah. <laughs> Barbarian was awesome. I, I had, I think of all the movies I watched this year, it was the most fun I had. I also really enjoyed my theater experience for it, which I think you know, probably colors my thoughts about Such it, but it, it was so much to fun people. to watch, really fun to talk about the Justin Long of it all. I mean, <laughs> and I was, I've said it before, but like, if you had told me like, we're going to have this date rapist and he's going to be so funny, I would be like, fuck <laughs> off. Like it just, but it's so good. And when I think back to the trailer, like the trailer didn't give this no. stuff away, but no. the trailer in itself was still really scary. And I was like, wow, cool. What a good concept for a horror movie. And then we get there 
And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, we're, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And it's, well, I don't know, it's really, like, really What's fun. so brilliant about that character is, like, they, the script never asks you to sympathize with him and never asks you to feel bad for him. It, it actually plays that as, like, tension of, like, giving you those moments where you think he might redeem himself and then he just turns out to be a bigger piece of shit. And it's <laughs> so funny. Like, and yeah. so you're just enjoying <laughs> sitting here hating this person and then he's also making you laugh. And like, that yeah. character's not one no. Like, there's a lot going uh -huh. on with this, the yeah. character study of that Justin Long character. And he doesn't even show up until like, halfway into the movie it's just really it's really wild and you and you go back and forth on that character that's to your point you go back and forth on him sometimes you're sympathetic to him sometimes you're like you're a dick you yeah. need to die <laughs> and for me like the only reason why i put nope ahead of it is just given the scope and ambition like i i that was why i gave it the nod but like any other year barbarian could have been an easy number one for me it's it's uh yeah. definitely the best like pure pure 100 horror film of the year I ended up I ended up making a pretty late in the game switch. I had Barbarian number one and I just, you know, I, I kicked back as I do when I'm thinking about lists. And uh, here we are. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was I don't know. It's that movie gets so crazy. It really. And I don't know. It, the, the last whatever act, the last third when it really just becomes a chase sequence with the uh, the monster, so to speak. Um, <laughs> it's still just so bonkers. But when, and where it goes, I mean, it, it does. It, I don't know. Everything you guys said, I agree with. It is funny in a way that I was certainly not expecting. Um, yeah. Also, great when, theater watch. Yeah, the theater watch was so fun. And like, I feel like at least the people I were with, we were all like, <gasps> like, you know, audibly reacting. And then when the credits cut to me, my little baby, we were all like, oh, <laughs> my God. Like, That's right. I like, forgot about the, the credit yeah. music. That's yeah. good. <laughs> very, very memorable. Moment of the year is like when we think he's about to do something good and then he throws her off the tower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then gets his skull crushed. Yeah, oh, that are actually my crazy. one of my favorite mm -hmm. moments in that movie is when the homeless guy is telling them like she she We're won't safe. come in here. I've been living here, blah blah, and then she like Kool Aid Man bursts through the wall and like <laughs> murders him, rips his arm off and beats him with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It just ha it has everything. What can you say? It's yeah. an awesome movie. Uh, so there you are. That's our uh, that's the top ten. It's quite the list, and there was a lot of stuff that didn't make it. That's good. Yeah. No, it was so a solid year. the thing I like to do, let's I want to close with a couple of couple of quick notes. Um, the the thing that was on the most lists but didn't make the top 10 was men. Men made five wow. lists, uh, did not make the top 10. Um, it, was, it was on mine for a bit. To not like I think it is on my final list. Um, now I, that I think, I, think I said that was too fart smelly, right? Wasn't that where I landed on men? Probably. probably that sounds like something you would say up its own butt. Um, <laughs> here's what I want to do. I want to close with, I'm going to give you each the pick, the top pick from your personal list that didn't make the top 10, a movie we have not spoken about. Uh, and we'll just run it down from there. Caitlin, you had at number two and funny enough, your number two movie last year also didn't make our list. And so I don't know. This is like a Caitlin thing. This is like your thing. You, 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 uh, you won't be alone. 
Yeah, you won't be alone. Did have you guys seen it? Heck no. Heck no. It's this is the Rumi. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, yeah uh, Numi Rapace. Numi is, Rapace is one of the. It, so this was a rookie director, and it's a long movie. And the scope. I mean, we're following at least like a 10, 15 year period here. Humongous cast, huge undertaking. The main character ends up being played by various actors. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I feel like if if you told me, like, okay, we're going to have this guy take it on, I'd be like, I don't know. It sounds like a little too ambitious. It sounds a little too crazy. But it's so, so good. It's very, um, it's really gory. It's got a lot of cool witchcraft in it. It's very folksy. Um, it is a little slower, but I, I can get behind that. It's got all the themes that make sense to me. Um and I think it's just really, really impressive. It's also beautiful, like a really good look at the human condition and what it means to grow up, what it means to, I don't know, become self-aware <laughs> and understand yourself and understand the people around you. It's really, really beautiful. And I don't know, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. And I've I've talked to a lot of people about it. And I think people that got into it really, really, really got into it. You lost me at really long. It, I mean, <laughs> it's long. It's a little slower. And it's not as accessible as a lot of other movies that came out this year. But it's I, I mean, it's really impressive. No, fair enough. Uh, no, I saw that we had it on our list like to watch. And we just, you know, we didn't get it. As we've discussed, we have to we're trying to get to as broad a list as we can. Um, Casey, I'm going to go to you next. The, the highest number, uh, the highest film on your list that we have not talked about is number eight, Orphan First Kill. Oh, oh yeah. I thought that would do a lot better I'm this year. I'm really surprised I didn't make it, honestly. <laughs> so, so good. It's, it's such a good movie. The three of us. I, Caitlin, I don't know if you had it on your list. I had it on my list. I'm pretty sure, though. I'm just going to say, I loved it. for people who yeah. didn't see it, like you're missing out. Yeah. yeah. And see and it, it before you listen to the next like forty five seconds. Julia <laughs> Julia Stiles performance of the year. And yeah. who expects a sequel to a movie from what eight ten years later to be as good as that was? Yeah, especially when you're going back in time before it. I know <laughs> it's a prequel, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, but it's kind of frenetic, and it's like the most closest to like an actiony horror movie we got for this year, and it was just kind of chaos on screen. It was a good time. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. You all had warned me. You were sort of like, we, we had like a text thread about it. And I was just like, all right, like, yeah, I'm in to have a good time. I might have had a lot of drinks when I sat down to watch it. And oh boy, <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Not what good you're stuff. expecting. <laughs> no, yeah, it, movie, it went to places that I definitely was not expecting, yeah. which is, yeah, I was surprised. That movie fucks. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> sure does. Uh, I will uh, actually, Eric, I'll, I'll go last. You can go next, Eric. The number six movie on your list was Spine of Night. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing a lot of people either didn't see it or didn't even necessarily consider it horror. It's much more like dark, dark animated fantasy is probably, I bet, what it's listed on like IMDBS. Um, it's like a very small again I, I had this one sort of paired right next to mad god all year once i saw them i had them right next to each other all year i think i might have swapped them at some point but i just like fell in love with this fantasy world that they presented like I, it's visually really stunning 
it's like this kind of throwback style of animation, um, but well, done in this rotoscope. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like a Ralph Bakshi movie, right? And like my favorite thing about it though is that is the scope of it. Like it presents this huge fantasy world where we're jumping around from different stories, but the world is so big that the stories, the people in the stories, don't even necessarily understand the consequences or impact of the part of the story that they're experiencing. And so like yeah. there's this whole story, right. About like this uh, group of the knowledge keepers. And then one of them like goes rogue and like becomes evil and raises this army of skeletons. That's a whole story. And then like randomly we, we had another story and there's some like villagers. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Suddenly their village gets like overrun by these skeletons on and they all get murdered. Like for some reason, I just found it really neat the way that all the stories were interacting with each other, even though people had no idea about the other parts of the story. And then to go beyond that, it becomes this whole thing about like the space time continuum and memory and history. Like it goes even farther kind of out there into like that territory. There's there's flowers involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to keep the flower. The alive. flowers make you like remember time. I love this yeah. like that's, fantasy. That's I, I love this fantasy trope of like the character who's just they're the guardian of something. And it's like, at some point they don't even know why anymore. It's just like, they know it's their job. Uh, super memorable. I love Patton Oswalt as the like petulant King. Uh, so good. Some great voice work. So what I, I just, remember most about it is yeah. Patton Oswalt's performance. He's very, so good. very colorful, beautiful movie with like, and like lots of fun animated violence, which turns out I'm really into. I think of, another LSD esque. Yeah. Shars, you were mentioning earlier. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I have a well. No, you you reference this in relation to Mad God. I like this was on my long list of things I considered for sure. For like, and you use the word story as you were describing this several times because there's a fucking story going on. Like it's actually yeah. <laughs> it's you're like, saying versus Mad God. Yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah, sorry. Yeah. The reason you. I was saying this and Mad God are very related. I believe this was made by eff effectively like one person or like you know a small group over a long period of time. I think this movie yeah. also took several years to make. I sort of made it um, my mission this year because I just feel like it's one of those things that looks weird enough when you're just passing by an image or a trailer that I feel like a lot of people maybe skipped it over, but it's really it's really fun. I mean, look, it's not for everyone. Yeah. But sure. it's I'm in the group uh, of people that John, it's for and it's it's sweet. John, I'm not for everyone. No, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, you're for us, I'm buddy. glad I didn't have to tell you that. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm an acquired taste too, but some people like me. It's uh no, this movie's this movie's really, really good. Um I don't know. It, yeah. It the the Mad God comp is interesting. And to me, if you're only gonna watch one, I would watch Spider Man. That's yeah, for, for me, me it was like yeah. they're both sort of uh less traditional means of tell like one's animated. They're both animated, right? Just in different ways, both colorful in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just give you mine really quick. Number seven on my list was a little movie called Speak No Evil. We just <laughs> just reviewed it not so long ago. Caitlin, did you see Speak No Evil? I did not get around to that one. Who boy. You okay, Who? John? <laughs> so we, you know, we've hit on it a couple of times. Like I will remember this movie more than almost anything we watched this year. I mean, like the... Yeah. It is dark as fuck. It is very, very, very Say dark. less, I'm in. <laughs> um, 
No, Kayla, like you should watch it. I mean, it's you're you're not gonna feel good after you're done watching it. You're definitely not gonna. It's not like a knee slapping good time, but um, <laughs> yeah, I love a knee slapping good time. It's yeah, that was it for me. That that made my list. Um, do we want it? Well, I should say the movie just honorable mention because I'm here and I get to make the honorable mentions. Uh, Crimes of the Future. It was <laughs> on my list for a long time, guys. It made it pretty long. I almost just was like, fuck it, it's number 10, and I'm just going to get rid of whatever number now, 10 is. I respect is. that because that's a real Eric thing to just leave something on your list out of spite like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, He's a Cronenberg boy. It's my dude. It's my dude. And I'm like, I'm so happy it's out there. I'm so happy that he made it. And like, it's just, you know, it's fucking craziness. So. Along the same uh, lines, you guys would all be surprised to know that uh, Studio 666, the Foo Fighters uh, horror movie, has not been on my list for at least six months. Casey, I literally, (laughs) literally forgot it existed until you just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will say Joe Ferry at number one on his list had the movie Saloon, which we talked about a couple times. I, I started it and just have not had a chance to finish it because it's been a fucked up month. I'm going to be really upset. I'm going to come back. I'm going to report back if it ends up. It would have been on my list. I'll, I'll feel bad. I won't talk to the list as it exists, but I will be upset. So uh, do we want to do a worst of? Yes. Is there any other movies we didn't I've talk about? No, I would w- just say um, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was yeah. one that caused a lot of buzz. That was fun. Is that your worst or? No, 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 no. It's my number nine overall, but I do have a worst when we're ready. I was surprised. Bodies, bodies, bodies did not. It did not resonate. I think that one was pretty divisive. I think it resonated with me and like you weren't the only person that had it on your list. Most of us, even the people writing for the site are pretty old. And I think Mm -hmm. that the zoomerness of that movie was pretty divisive in general. Yeah. I just love who done it, you know? Same. And Lee Pace. Dude, yeah. that, that movie did yeah. that movie did anything. It was fire up my Lee Pace crush in 2022. <laughs> uh, worst? Anything we need? Anything we need or want to talk about? at worst? Halloween. Yeah, Halloween ends. <laughs> sucks. No. It was so bad. It sucks. Remember, I but, texted you guys and I was like, I'm desperate to get your takes on Halloween yeah. ends because I was like, ends I is, need the Eric take on is this. Is one of the most confounding god-awful things i've ever seen and <laughs> like i've been using social media much less lately it's actually like in the holidays I've been creeping back in i need to get it under control john but like once a day twitter will surface me some rando being like people just don't like halloween ends because it's different but it's so good blah 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 like, i can't believe it and like i get fucking <laughs> rage inside like it makes me so angry <laughs> why do you think i'm not saying anything uh, <laughs> Disconnect. I will say when I, I asked people specifically for worst of when I did my list for plug it up and that one got by far the most votes for worst of 2022. It's just. Uh, in the same vein as uh, Eric and the Foo Fighters movie, I forgot until last week and Schnars mentioned it uh, when we were getting ready for the show. I forgot there was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre this year. That was yeah. pretty bad, too. That was pretty bad, too. That's still, I still go to bat for it. Um, <laughs> I, me- I think I mentioned it. Someone asked us. I, I think the seller, the uh, yeah, 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 that was real, real, real dumb. Well, the thing that with the seller is like, like, 
the seller is like, why does this exist? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> why did you like summon resources and people's time to do this? Whereas like <laughs> Halloween is just some misguided individuals who thought like took it's a swing. It, and, like, the seller, it could be one of those tax write-off movies. Right. I, I mean, that's what it feels like. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, no, go. My, go my go. worst one was my best friend's exorcism. Um, I didn't that see book, that, but I heard similar. That book is, is one of my favorite books. And I feel like, man, I don't know what happened, but prime really dropped the ball. They, I mean, I don't know if it was budget, but they cut so much. I know you have to, when you're doing an adaptation, but that movie was like 80 minutes. They could have added like a little something and they totally, <laughs> yeah. totally can, missed. Like, you what, know, you can go to, you can go to 90, <laughs> go to solid 90 but like, they totally missed the spirit of the whole thing. And they, I mean, they had such rich source material. It's in the eighties. Like there's so much you can do with costume, at least to, I don't know, make it feel good. And they really fumbled it. That was, well, I was I feel, so looking forward to it. And they just, well, disappointed. I didn't watch it, but I feel like the actresses they had, like they had talent. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't complete schlub. Nobody's doing that. It was movie. the script. It was the, the actresses were good. They had terrible wigs on though. I was like, why, why would you do this to them? But <laughs> real bad. Real, real bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do we want to do most anticipated? Is there anything that anyone is anticipating beyond Megan? <laughs> How dare you <laughs> call out Megan? Megan is taking up all of my brain space currently. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a yes, lot of energy around so Megan right now. I, I mean, do we know anything else coming out? This came up in like social media questions also. There's a ton of um, franchise. Like we're getting Evil Dead Rise. We're getting. That one um, I'm getting excited for. It looks cool. We're getting another Scream. Is We're getting Evil, another Insidious. Evil Dead Rise is like the a Scream in New York. I'm actually pretty excited about. Um, and I fucking hate Scream. I shouldn't say I hate Scream. I. But there's I'm not, not a Scream fan. I was like, what? What are we doing? But we're getting that. We're getting David Gordon Green's Exorcist, which I'm not excited no. about. Oh, Negative God, excited. No. Like, could like yeah. wish that we could rewind the clock to when that wasn't a thing that was happening. Is Evil Dead, is Evil Dead Rise like a continuation of the remake timeline? I think that's where I'm just A standalone? From, from what I've read, I think it just happens to take place in the world. In the uh, Evil Dead world. I don't know what that means. So it's just kind of a standalone. Well, the creative so team it's kind of a standalone the one that made the remake story. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think Sam may be involved in it too. Well, he's always well, going to get I mean, he's check. definitely an EP, I'm sure. Yeah. We're getting should song we, 10. Should we? Oh, boy. Oh, hey. are, they, are they finally bringing him back as a zombie? Something's going on, right? There was some dealer bringing Tobin Bell Well, back. spoiler, if you don't want to skip the next five seconds, apparently Amanda's back. I don't know how that's happening, but that's what I've heard. Is she Saw? Is Amanda Saw now? I hope so. I don't know. I'm excited. I know. Was it Rachel? Rachel's the one that has like all the Saw It would knowledge. be nice to just get those movies so that the Saw. Okay. I'm just, I know it's, listen, I know it's Jigsaw. I'm just saying Saw because I'm an idiot. It would be nice for Saw to just be a person that's alive and not have to retcon everything. It would so we'll simplify. We'll see where they take it. It would so simplify those movies. Should be good. Or bad. I don't mm. know. Uh, the guy who's doing the Evil Dead Rise movie, he did that movie, The Hole in the Ground, which we watched. Oh, I am like ninety-five percent sure. Sounds like yeah. yeah, and it was not good. It mm. wasn't a movie that I remember watching. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Even though I'm ninety-five percent sure I saw it. Um, 
Yeah, to my earlier comment, Eric, I think it just happens to be Deadites invading a high-rise tower. Like, it takes yeah, place just, in the world of Evil Dead. I didn't know if there's any connection. Not that I've seen. People love that Evil uh, Dead remake. I, we're getting that Winnie the Pooh movie. We're getting the new Insidious. We're getting Renfield, the Nick Cage in the Dracula universe movie. If you've seen this, have you seen the leaked stills? No, but, yeah. oh yes, I did. I did, yeah. In the like I, velvet, crushed velvet. I was like, oh this my Winnie, God. This Winnie the Pooh thing, is that because it's in public domain now? Yeah. The, yep. the day it went into public domain, the trailer dropped. Like they were waiting for it. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing There's a that, Grinch, but, but the same people are doing the Grinch. It's amazing too, think, with like the. It's amazing with like the vice-like grip that corporations have over like, uh, you know, like licensing and so, like. It's amazing that that can still happen. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's public. Originally, domain, really, it, originally yeah. those rights weren't Disney, so and they probably only have specific rights to it. Are you guys going to do Cocaine Bear? Speaking of bears. Oh, yeah. Is that, that a horror movie? Yeah. It's like a comedy. Very into it? that. Uh, do we want to go? Do we have other Twitter slash? We have some Twitter and IGs. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. We're done. We did. We did the year. Yay, that was the year. That did. was 2022. Yay, we're alive. Yay. Good day to collect them, schnars. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. All right. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. Our greatest fears are all around us, hiding in nightmares, shrouded in evil, waiting to be unleashed. You shine on, boy. Shine on? The Bible calls it having vision. I can feel it coming off you like heat. From Stephen King, the creator of It, The Tommyknockers, and The Stand, comes a completely new vision of terror. Seize your destiny, Mr. Torrance. Yeah. Coming, sweetheart. He's gonna hurt me, Daddy. Come down here and take your medicine! Oh my god. You're never taking my son! This spring. Go to hell. And pray you get out alive. Rebecca de Mornay, Stephen Weber. Daddy's mad at mommy! Stephen King's The Shining. This is Zane from Nightmare on Elm Street, and you are listening to Bloody Good Horror. Send feedback to info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. You see, John, it's funny because mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet is a skinny gentleman. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? With the bones. I mean, I, yeah, best joke of the year. <laughs> Got it in right under the wire, too. Pretty excited for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put this live stream out for everybody this evening. The world 
the world did not watch, but that's not another story. Um, hey, 12, Casey said 12, <laughs> we're watching live. There may have been more. Yeah. That was the more beginning. More to come. Um, but you can get a live stream every week. And it's not just a live stream. It, people, not everybody knows this, but it archives immediately. So if you, at any point, go back and click, you can and if you decide you want to watch an episode other than listening to it, you can do that. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. You also get the back episodes, access to Slack, um, where we hang out and talk about stuff. And yeah, it's Patreon, John. It keeps us going. It's a good time. Yes. We greatly appreciate everyone who helps keep us going. So thank you. Sure do. Do you have something to say, John? You looked pregnant with thought. No. <laughs> I'm Casey, ready for the question. Nothing Let's on Twitter, it. Casey. Is that what you said? Uh, <coughs> there's two tweets on uh, Twitter tonight, but, but it's stuff we've already uh, covered, discussed pretty heavily tonight. So, yeah. Uh, Instagram odds on Eric's list getting changed or shuffled before the year ender. Uh, <laughs> you know, just my last change there was uh, bones and all. Yeah. Right up until the last minute. Mine too. Here's one that I'm not super not qualified to answer because I watched like one thing this year that wasn't a movie. What was the best show of the year? Ooh. He did not give a genre, Ooh. so let's say any genre. Oh. I'm coming up. I'm going to say Severance just because I just finished it like the other night and that really blew my gourd. So I'm going to give that one my vote. I've heard that's it's good. very good. Severance very is good. Adam. Uh, what's his Scott. Adam yeah. Scott. Yeah. I do like Adam Scott. Well, um, but but what's his name is the sort of director producer Ben Stiller. Uh, ben Stiller. What yeah. is Severance on? Is that on some Apple bullshit? Apple. Yeah, it's yeah, on Apple. Apple. How do you get? That's Apple why TV I haven't plus? seen it. Do you, have to, <laughs> do I have to pay Apple more money for that? Yes. Yeah. You if you have an Apple device, I don't know. Like I guess I paid them for it now. I it's right. Casey. Let's let's, let's let's talk. Casey. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Um, <laughs> we can I, fix that. <laughs> We've been watching in the drama category. I watched season two of White Lotus, which I enjoyed a lot. Although I don't know, White Lotus very interesting. It's it's I don't know. It's a very interesting show. Uh, I enjoy watching it. Um, have you all seen this movie, girl, or this movie, this show, Girls Five Eva? Have you guys watched yeah, Girls Five Eva? I've heard of it. Uh, Suzanne and I have been watching it and, uh, I don't know, I guess the second season came out this year and then it got yeah. canceled by Peacock slash NBC and now it's getting picked up by Netflix. Oh, and, I did um, not know that. It is. Season three will be on Netflix and, uh, it's delightful. If you yeah. like the 30 Rock Kimmy Schmidt universe, do yourself a favor and go watch Girls 5 but You're going to really like it. It's a great cast too. It's uh, Sarah Bareilles. Who is the singer? Yeah. Um, there is a Bijou. Is it Bijou Phillips? Is busy, busy Phillips. Busy yeah. Phillips. And uh, Paula Patton, who I think Pell, is freaking hilarious. Pell, yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paula Pell. Sorry. So the and then Wiki, the woman who plays Wiki, is like one of the original cast members from uh, Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, and it's just it's like a lot of real solid musical talent. Um. The final season of Better Call Saul was pretty brilliant. <laughs> pretty amazing. And a really incredible. That was uh, this year. Really incredible finale of that show. Other than that, I've mostly just been watching uh, Love is Blind. Love that show. <laughs> it's amazing. Is that the, is that the like, 
x-rated one on is that no. like the nc-17 one is there is there what is that that i'm interested there's in. some show someone was mentioning on netflix there's like a show that's basically like a reality show but just with like straight up like people Bumping. getting it on all right on netflix no but i someone, mean I, like someone slide I, in my dms and let me know what that is <laughs> I'm into that. Oh, i think yeah I, I think it was it was on a pod someone was talking about it and hey man sorry caitlin I, I watched American Horror Story, like I always do, and this year it was actually pretty good. It was, it was good. I was skeptical of the theme at first, but it ended up being pretty good. Yeah. And um, I watched the old Yellow Jackets. I know that came out oh, like I, late I, last year, but... I watched that too. It was really good. Yeah, I did too. Was that, that was dope. There's a new season I coming. thought that was this year. I know. Yeah. I thought so that was excited. this year that came out. I watched yeah. it this year. Someone, it's really I, I was good. corrected several times on Instagram that it came out in 2021, but I, it felt like this year to me. So. I think it, whatever, yeah. they're wrong. I'm claiming yeah. it for this. I year. enjoyed that a lot. And I did read, I was like, I'm excited because uh, Josh Ritter, who is Melanie Linsky's uh, real life, real life husband's going to be in this season, at least nice. for an episode. She's I'll tell, so cool. I'll tell you what I did not end up liking, surprisingly, was that, that new Game of Thrones. I got like three episodes mm. in and gave up on it. What's House of the Dragon? Something yeah, like that? I yeah. didn't, did not watch. I really didn't like the time jumping because it makes it impossible to like, get invested in the story. It's I don't know. Mm. It's weird. It's, it's, yeah. it's telling it the story just like the books do, but I'm not sure that makes for like a good television series. Um, you know, it's pretty sweet and I haven't finished it. So this is like a, I think it's like an 80% recommendation and or love and or very good. I hear it's good. A lot that- of fun. I it's, need to get back uh, more into that one. Disney Plus. It is a it is in the Star Wars universe, but yeah. it's like basically like a sci-fi drama. It is not a Star Wars show. I watched Mandalorian. I did not watch the Boba Fett show. I watched the first episode and was just like, don't need it. And then um, but this one's really good. It's it is like a um political drama. There's a whole prison movie sequence going on in about four episodes. It's great. Interesting. Uh, a lot of fun. Good times. Biggest disappointment of the year movies. Horror category. For me, it was Scream 5. I was mm-hmm. bummed by it. Yeah, that did nothing for me. I mean, I, I got to say, don't worry, darling. I, I And that's, I guess, horror adjacent, but... I was so, so excited for what I thought was going to be a Black Mirror Stepford Wives. And that movie fucking blew. <laughs> I uh, I actually really enjoyed that movie. But I also, I saw it after everyone and their fucking mother was telling me it was the worst movie ever. And I saw it and I'm like, yeah, this is like a lot of fun. And then also Harry Styles is fine. He's fine in that movie. Harry Styles was fine. I think the script, the dialogue was really cringe for me. I really liked it. I also, also loved the ending pretty into it i hadn't uh, watched that one yet i got put off by all the real world drama it just this got is, silly this is the perfect time to watch it because you have zero expectations yeah. like i'll just say halloween ends even though like my expectations <laughs> are pretty low it's still yeah. a fucking dumpster fire so <laughs> <laughs> uh two more questions one's not really a question love those my three-year-old now pretend screams along with the bgh freddy bumper am i a bad dad not for letting him listen to the bumper, but maybe for the rest of the show. Uh, <laughs> there is an age where like, although I feel like three is past that age where kids are not really paying attention to what's on the TV and they're not really repeating words yet. And it's, I feel like it's like 
for me, it's like about a year and a half where you gotta be like, mm, like, I don't know if I can, that's at the point at which I stop watching cool stuff around my kids. <laughs> yeah. It's fun um, to like mouth the words or say the words along with the bumpers. It is. I still do it. <laughs> I'm currently setting up like a television downstairs for my kids so that I can start watching cool stuff again, like football and like anything. <laughs> That's age appropriate, right? I don't know. Yeah, but they don't want Eric, to see it. If there's one TV, they're oh. like, I want to watch this bullshit. I'm like, fine, just watch yeah. it. I don't care. I, can, I had the I I had the conversation with my wife about do I need to buy a third Nintendo Switch? <laughs> because now I I bought one. You never get to play. I was I was playing it for years, and then my son took that one over, and then my daughter now wants to play the, the, the six-year-old wants to play the other one. And so there's just, there's just no switches. Like I have no switch. It's like, I'm like right, right now, what we are doing is my switch time. This is, they go to bed. I have like an hour and a half of switch time and it's like, that's it. So, We've got three of them in our house. So it wasn't worth fighting over. No, that's, that's where I'm getting Casey. Like I'm yeah. and dude, I have a four-year-old. Like she's not that far away. Yeah, from she's she's going to be like, I need a fourth switch. And I'm just going to be get like, a two fuck me. Treat, get yourself a to the, deal. treat yourself to the OLED. Oh, oh yeah. They're not getting the, that one. No, <laughs> no. no <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what I treated myself Kids to. Kids can't year. appreciate an OLED screen. Come on. <laughs> no, um, exactly. That's all right. For me. We had a few more questions, but I'm exhausted. And so we're going to do one more. And <laughs> I need your guys' help because I can't answer this. What's the best thing you ate this year? <laughs> oh wow very menu-esque oh man oh i mean i had that willet bourbon while we were doing the show that was sounds <laughs> yeah. amazing that's fair uh, i had some really good plantains there's a cuban place near me that just has the best plantains and house made hot sauce and but i don't know i can't i can't rec recreate those and i can't get them anywhere else and my, uh, I'm sure I talked about it on the show. My mom for Christmas last year, my grandmother died. And my mom was like, what do you want? I'll get you whatever you want. And I said, I wanted a, uh, a wood pellet grill, which it's not like the most expensive. It's not the most, but it's what is more expensive than a grandmother died. Sorry. I'm not following the thread of like. My grandmother died <laughs> and my mom was like, what do you want? And I said, I wanted a very nice grill. And so I used it to make lots of uh, I still really good barbecue. Like, did you get a green egg? Yeah, I nice. no no I got it was a Traeger. It's a Traeger girl. Ah. But sorry, yeah. Eric, my grandmother died. <laughs> I and understand. My my mom was my mom was flush. My mom was okay. Flush. That was and so the, she said. What do you want? And I said, I'll yeah. take a nice grill. That was the Bob, A to B. Bob wasn't feeling Christmas shopping. That was the so, A to B to C that I was missing. Thank you. Every piece Step three, of meat that profit. I cooked on this grill, when you cook the grill low and slow, you can't go wrong. It, the meat's always good. So. Old Sebastian Stan over here cooking up the meats. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I had, uh, when we were in Niagara Falls, there, I found a food truck that had these uh, steak sandwiches called a haystack. And it was just like shaved ribeye and cheese. And and it was a big hoagie bun with the little uh, potato sticks across the top. And that was pretty magical. Total fat guy food, but it was good. <laughs> sounds great. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, anytime you're just adding potato chips. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, though. All right. That's going to do it. 
putting a bow on uh, 2022. It could probably get worse, so I don't want to say that it can't. So um, <laughs> that was a good year for horror. I think it was. Yeah, weird. no, it was an awesome year for horror. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out for that flu. It's no joke. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I shared a meme on Facebook uh, this week. Said nobody say that 2023 is going to be your year. We're all going to hold steady. We're going to go in <laughs> quietly and try not to piss anything off. <laughs> uh, what are we doing next week? Is it Megan week? No, there's. I think we have one week in between Megan's week after that. We may. I don't know. We have not discussed. What are we queuing yeah. up? Chud 2? Is it finally my time? <laughs> Bud the Chud? Have y'all done Sissy? No. no. It's on Shutter. It's good. It made my top 10. Cannibalistic. Human I think heart. I had to add it to the uh, the core list because of you. So. Because of me. It's not cannibals, yeah. but I think, uh, I don't know. I think I would like it. Underground Dweller? <laughs> it's actually about a bachelorette party which those are in themselves horrific so I think you'd have a fun time with it I noticed last night it's currently playing on the rotation on uh, Shutter TV so oh, Australian it's fun give it a go oof the Aussies how long is it sounds long uh, it's like it, it's Eric it's like if the stylist met Tucker and Dale versus evil it's really fun interesting I don't know what to make of that <laughs> combination of movies but there you go all right. Uh, oh, Caitlin, uh, what's going on uh, in your world there before we sign off here? Just more Monstrous Feminine over at Plug It Up. Um, it was a good year for women in horror movies. Uh, I had a lot of them. So good year for women, for women directors, too. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, and it was good. How can people find you? Uh, Plug It Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh yeah, the next week's going to be two episodes to start the new year. going to cover both Suspirias. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Love that new nice. Suspiria. So good. We were just talking about it last week. Yeah. Well, that's the guy from Bones and All, right? Yeah. Yep. Luca. Luca. Guadagno. Luca, yeah. Don't, love don't let Eric say his last name. Yeah. Love, love him. Exactly. Um, all Big right. Fan. Big fan. That's going to do it for 2022. Thank you. Thank you all for taking the ride with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I appreciate you. And we will see you next year. See you. Bye. Bye-bye.